So anyway, you were saying that you moved from the west to the east coast and brought 23? 23 cats. So we, we run a cat rescue and we lived in the Coachella Valley, which is like deserts of Southern California. And we moved to Southern New England and flying wasn't really on the table for moving the cats. So we rented an RV and... Uh, each of the cats got their own little carrier, and they got uh, kitty sedatives, and we drove across the country. <laughs> cat convoy. Damn, yep, I want some kitty boy. sedatives. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice to deal with the, the horrors of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> By like halfway through, they had mostly like gotten used to it, and then it was just oh, sadness. Yeah. It, was, it was not good. Oh, yeah, but. I can't even imagine. I'll get you your own little uh, kitty carrier, Carl. We can stick yes. you in there and... <laughs> drive you around the country in an rv sounds lovely <laughs> what did we do last time alex i literally do not remember we had just left left the moon did we leave the moon we actually left the moon we did not arrive on gaia yet gaia I th- wait hold on didn't they say earth at one point i don't know Depends on the translation, I bet. Whatever. I think so. I feel like they said Jupiter and Mars, but I don't know if it's canonically been named. (gasps) That's right. That's right. They did. They did say Jupiter and Mars. But the point of all this is that this is the Every FNFF podcast, and my name is Curtis. My name is Carl. My name is Alex. And we have a guest. Returning guest. (laughs) Yes. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? What's up? It's, It's Mike with the million cats and the, uh... Cross-country shenanigans. Oh, million cat Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that on a fucking business card. <laughs> Love it. How you doing? How, how have things been? Good. Uh, yeah, literally just moved across the country. And um, I think I was originally going to be on last week's episode, but uh, all of my furniture and all of my belongings uh, were in a storage unit that was supposed to be sent to our new place. And they just left it in a storage facility in southern california and didn't tell us <laughs> so yeah thankfully we have all our stuff we have furniture now living in a house without furniture for two weeks is fucking the bad pod yeah the bad pod real real bachelor hours like right out of college you like move in it's like the, <laughs> the it was meme of, like dudes really live in apartments like this and don't see an issue the cats <laughs> got out of their carriers looked around and were like bitch you live like this like there's nothing <laughs> to climb on nothing to scratch oh no <laughs> yeah nothing Wait, to it's, scratch yeah. it's bad how many carriers do you have to use uh 23 like literally one per okay. cat <laughs> yeah fantastic well we have a type of carrier that we can fit five people in, five very specific people in, and it's also a whale. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> this is Fat Jacobo Razor, I, I, I do believe. <laughs> That's true. We can uh, use uh, the chocobos. The, the godbird travels with us. Thank you very much. Oh, that's true. The godbird does travel with us. That's, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Very. Is this the first instance of a um, an airship holding a chocobo? Uh I know we had that oh, yeah. in seven as well. In seven, we could do it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is probably the first time we could actually like bring one on board. You'd be right if you could just bring like a black one on board and just have it like hang out. Oh, we'd yeah, love I that. Just, yeah, I want to do like the the nesting dolls of all of our various <laughs> means of transport. <laughs> like anytime, I, like I, Curtis, I think you described it once as just like littering the entire map with all your trash and like, <laughs> just look at the map and there's all this shit. Everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I want to be able to pick up the hovercraft with the hook <laughs> i then want to put that into the whale i then want wait, to wait, wait, hold on. Like, that one that one goes into the falcon and then the falcon yeah, into the yeah, whale exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, the first time I loaded up site and it was like, you know, an entire page worth of our own transportation methods before you get to fucking towns or locations. <laughs> yeah. You're like, God damn it, dude. I'm just looking for Mesidia. I forget where it is. <laughs> dude, I will tell you what, like this map, I have like the worst time knowing where everything is on this map Same. for some reason. I don't know why, but like, like Mesidia very specifically, I always think that it is in like the north for some reason and it is decidedly not. Yeah, it's like I just noticed um, when playing through recently, I took the Devil's Road again, and I was like, there's that long animation of just like the the overworld, and I just saw it go like, and I'm like, okay, so it's going east and then south from Baron. So I should have like yeah. thought of that. Well, that's why I thought Mysidia was north of Baron. It's just it's south of Baron, but if you go, you know, all the way south. Eventually, yeah. you're in the top of the map again. <laughs> yeah, it's a confusing map. I guess maybe due to the scope of the overworld when you're in the airship. Like, it, there's there's points where you can just ride and only see water the entire way. Like, you're yeah. just in, like, Kevin Costner's Waterworld. <laughs> that happened to me too many times before I realized that in the PSP version, the only way to see the world map is to use the sight spell. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I was like, my God, I am getting lost. This is This is too much. <laughs> it's a little rough. Yeah, that was a game changer figuring out sight because when I was trying to do it, I was like, okay, I kind of want to not have to Google the world map, mainly because that takes effort. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, but, but sight also takes effort and MP. <laughs> I just remember that the right side of the map has like a south to north or north to south, like long stretch of islands. And then like what I do is I like go along that stretch of islands until the latitude that I know that towns are on. <laughs> and then I just arbitrarily pick a direction and then I make it back. That's like me in my hometown where the only way I can figure out where like anything is, is I'm like, okay, how do I get there from my high school? Cause like, that's when yeah. I started driving. So I'm most yeah. familiar with that of being like, well, I had to go there every day. So everything is just relative to its proximity to my old high school. <laughs> um, but uh, once we get back to the, to the planet right from the moon we don't get to go anywhere yeah we don't actually know where we are i don't think do we i think it's near the tower of babel right yeah because we see yeah. the tower of babel actually i thought at first i thought maybe i had like fucked my game up somehow on the 2d version because when i got back to the planet i was directly on top of um one of my ships directly on top of one and then the the whale tried to automatically land and could not land because the ship was there. And then oh, it took fuck. back off. And I was like, wait, did I softlock the game by putting the airship directly underneath <laughs> it? Because I think it's supposed to land and then a cutscene begins. But mine had to like bounce off the ground because it could not land. And then That's a cutscene began. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I, like, I, I oh, do no. like how they they did prevent soft locks even though it seems like it could be easy to soft lock in this game with the the various shit that we have strewn everywhere right mike what's your experience with final fantasy 4 before we get to this crazy uh cutscene? oh shit um it was one of the first ones that i played uh i so i i was the kid on the street that was the youngest of five and like super super poor so my older brother had an atari and that pretty much lasted me until the mid 90s um, but all my my neighbors, all my friends had like, you know, the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. So I would like play it bits at their house. But two is the first one I like sunk my teeth into. And uh, I think almost every single time Tower of Babel, like as a kid, it just that was that was my my cutoff point. Yeah. So like I didn't end up going back to it until like, I don't know, maybe like five years ago or something like that. But it is uh, bone, bone to pick with you motherfuckers. Uh, it's one of my <laughs> least favorite of the the like 
early early games and i have this like newfound affection for it because of this <laughs> fucking podcast um, and uh yeah so like uh it it was it was one of my one of my early early formative memories you're definitely not the only one who has directly told me that it is one of their least favorites <laughs> like this game sucks ass Listen, like, we're just uh, we're we're just laying the groundwork here to make everyone also start liking Final Fantasy VIII when we finally get to it. Exactly. <laughs> so you never made it past Babel, is what you're saying? As a kid, I mean, eventually, like I went back and beat it. Well, I tried to beat this section, the Giant of Babel, on the 3D version, like I've been doing, because I oh gave God. up the 2D version, and it was like fucking impossible to the point that I like rage quit it, and then went all the way back to where I was on the SNES version, and then like powered through the last three sections and then beat this section. <laughs> I was like, that was just fucking unreasonable. So anyway, yeah, we land and um, it is too late. The giant of Babel has already awoken. Surprise. Mm -hmm. We were too late. <laughs> the only first, time that's first happened time for everything. Game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we land and uh, we see the like, depending on which version you're playing, I like the uh, the 2D version like the outline of the Tower of Babel is like flashing rainbow colors like it's doing something right. And the, the giant comes out of the tower, which I mean, like in the early SNES sprites, it just kind of like appears over top of the tower. But I have imagination. I can believe what's happening. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it, it raised from that hole or like came out of the tower itself or something like that. Whatever. I believed it. Yeah. Um, in, uh, in the PSP version, it's straight up just like the God Warrior from Nausicaa. Like it is just one hundred percent that that scene it coming out of the ground and just like all all jangly and shit. I haven't seen Nausicaa. I have to watch oh, it. Oh, you should. That's what everybody's. They're always like, "What?" And I'm like, "I know." Bad. At yeah, it's weird. The uh, the three version. It looks more like a golem. Yeah. It looks. I know it looks like a very modern design because I was watching you play the the two D version and it had a the two D one just looks like a dude in armor who's tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a tall Basically. armored guy the the one um so there is like a, a cg cutscene that plays on the complete edition that i'm playing and um it kind of just looks like the iron giant <laughs> <laughs> it looks like vin diesel exactly vince diesel <laughs> vince diesel exactly this guy's chunky looks like something like from i don't know yeah yeah, the 3D one looks like a yeah, weapon. It's, it's definitely got uh, FF7 weapon vibes with like the yeah. shoulder. I feel like that one, yeah. that one definitely came out after Final Fantasy VII, so they probably... It was kind of like a slight retcon to be like, well, yeah. that's the big enemy that everyone knows, so... Right. Yeah, and not just a dude. A dude. Yeah, yeah the 2D not one just is just a dude. Not just that guy. <laughs> it's like they just took a, a sprite from uh, the in-battle sprite and just plopped it on the <laughs> It kind of looks like that. Um, but it's like, it is, it comes out fucking firing though. Like as soon as it comes out, it is like dropping bombs and shooting lasers at the ground and shit. And like, there are no cities anywhere. I mean, like, I guess Eblin's there, but it's evacuated. So I'm not entirely sure. It seems to be just wasting ammunition, but like, this I, is like <laughs> another, this is like when, uh, Sin did the whole like Gravitron, like super grav laser yeah. thing. The Dragon yeah. Ball Z attack. Yeah. Yeah. It just fucking like. Burrows like wrens in the earth and like it just misses everything. Yeah, it shoots into the ocean. It kills a bunch of fish like <laughs> which like, you know, it's like we saw sin like almost rip the earth in half and like we go other places later. I'm like, no one got affected by it at all. Yeah, <laughs> that was lucky. <laughs> yeah, this thing is like just firing all around the place, exploding the mountains and like there's nobody nearby. So whatever. But I guess it like it serves to show that this is one big bad MF, right? Yeah. 
He's big. He, he's big. He's he's brewed. quite large. <laughs> quite <laughs> large. Uh, but yeah, Fusayat tells us that we are too late. The giant has come. <laughs> um, and, you know, the party says fair, various versions of like, this can't be happening. We were too late, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anything we can do? Then we see a scene of a bunch of airships show up, right? Uh, is it the Red Wings that show up? Or is it just airships, isn't it? They're like red airships, so I they, see. I think it's probably the same sprites as their Red Wings. It's supposed to be the Red Wings, I'm pretty sure. The Red Wings! Yeah, the Red Wings show up, um, and... Uh, actually, the cutscenes in the 3D version imply that these ships are being actually being piloted by everyone from the underworld, maybe? The okay, tanks so show up at be, the same time. The, yeah, the, the, tanks, the tanks show up, too. Yeah, it, it's pretty yeah. much oh, like... Oh, the tanks, right. It, it, it Basically, to me, it seemed like this was like the moment of like everyone coming together to f- stop this thing. So, yes, you know, like, right. whatever differences they had before, it's just like, okay, we're all in this together. Yeah, so like the, the tanks and the airship show up. We see that uh, King Giot, or however we say his name, is there, and he's like, ah, you know, lolly ho, here we've come to help you out. Um, we see some of the tanks are piloted by Yong. So, like, <laughs> Yong is here as and well. some sylphs are there. <laughs> Got his ass out of bed, finally. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, he's like, this is no time to be sleeping in bed. <laughs> like, ready to fight. Uh, some the of the sylphs are like, you should not be out here. Yeah. You need to be back in bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sid shows up piloting one of the Red Wings, so he has he's brought the Red Wings. Um, he's ready to fight as well. Uh, this is nothing to, to worry about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then we also see that I, I think it's airships. Palam and Porum are on the airships as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Not, so. not as stone statues or, you know, like, uh, bookends for your, for your, uh, bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Al- along with the Mycidian elder and, uh, Porum actually says the elder lifted the spell on us. Oh, so they, the elder just was able to do a strong enough spell. Yeah. Because I was like wondering, because you got, you went back to Odin, the king, right? Yeah. 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 He, was Palmaporum still there, just outside, like just in the foyer, just hanging yeah, out? Yeah. I've been checking in just... on them. I, I've been like, okay, can I use my gold needle yet? Or can I use that? <laughs> I feel bad because when I went to get Odin, you kind of take a sub route through the side of the castle. You don't actually yeah, go near the yeah. throne room. So yeah. Right. I, yeah. I didn't oh. even check on them. I felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, you think the real king or whatever would just, like, turn off the walls so they wouldn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> it's like, ah, let him go. Let him I, yeah, they're, they're getting ready to, like, <laughs> unstone them and are like, all right, we have to do this really fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> hold the door open. We're going to do it and then run out of this hallway. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how the elder just used Esunaga, I guess, or Esunaga, <laughs> yeah. because it's like, they used a, they, they turned a stone of their own free will. You can't reverse it. And it's like... Unless you, unless you can. Yeah, unless you can, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's the elders, so they were just like waiting for their dad or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he grounded them. It's like, no, not this again. They were just like, we're not getting out of bed or whatever. And they would just turn themselves to stone. They're always <laughs> doing this shit. Uh, also, oh, yeah, so they're alive. One, one of the uh, airships is being like ran by Edward. Yeah, yeah, Edward like, and like the nurse and doctor. Yeah, like why is Edward able to like use machinery? I don't know that that <laughs> that doesn't make sense. He seems like a stooge. Yeah, this is a little clunky. I feel like. It's, it's fine. him there it's fine. with all the the Troyans, right? Yeah, yeah I think how so. much different from a hovercraft really is it? <laughs> That's yeah, a fair good enough, point. Fair yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this part's super cool. Obviously, it's like, hey, all my homies are still alive, but it's also kind of like 
Damn, all that emotional weight I was feeling in this game, just like, that's completely gone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, you go back, if you go back and replay a game and you know, like, a certain character, like, dies or whatever, and it still has an emotional oh, weight. Oh, yeah. So now, like, if I go back and play this, I'm going to be like, I'll see you in, like, two hours. Like, and then Tella shows and up. And then Tella oh, dies. Oh, no, wait, I'm and sorry. And you feel yeah. like, man, like, you, you goofed, bud. Yeah, I was, like, waiting for Tella. I'm like, Sad, yeah, sadly, Tella does not show up for this fight. Which I think. He's I dead think, as hell. I'm pretty sure Edward has some dialogue about that as well. He's saying, like, I'm doing this for Anna and Tella. Ah, uh, okay. The um the party gets on Sid's airship, right? And uh Fusia tells Sid, he's like, Alright, we need to go up to the giant's mouth. And they they've the the airships and the tanks have successfully staggered the giant. They've like given it something to engage with. It isn't advancing anymore, right? So we're on Sid's airship now. Fusia's like, Sid, okay, you need to get up to this point. And Sid's like who is this guy? Who is this guy giving me orders? And I love the line that Cecil just says, this is Fusoya. He's from the moon. <laughs> and Sid's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like, I suppose like, yeah. like, Sid's been through a lot weirder shit. Yeah, Sid's been through like, a lot. Fine. Whatever. It's, okay. it's cool. It's fine. Sid's, yeah. like, yeah. Sid's like, oh shit, he's pulling moon rank on me. I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling moon rank. My, my, yeah, my, uh, my status is no good here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, bigger bigger boat you know <laughs> the, des the destiny meme is very apt here <laughs> that wizard came from the moon um so yeah uh fusaya says we have no time can you get us near enough to jump and in uh in one of the versions sid says can fish swim who do you think you're talking to and i like i like that a lot that's really, really good. good i like what he says in another version where he says ah keep your beard on there's nothing i can't do <laughs> <laughs> yes does the Pope shit in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Space Pope. Um, so yeah, we see a little animation of the airship swooping by the giant, right? And the party jumps. And we just kind of like appear in the giant of Babel, right? The mouth, I guess, is where we are. Yeah, I always thought that we were going up for some reason, but you're right. We're going down. So we're like we're in try the... Trying to make it to the to the heart. Yeah, as as Alex told me one time... He saved his game in the dick area. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as we go down, there'll be names. I'll, I'll I'll go through them as we're going through, but there are like different names of. So there's like the giant's face and the giant's neck, uh, which is funny because the neck is literally like, you complete it. You complete the map by like moving one square down. Yeah, it's really it's really it's, thin. It's just a little yeah. circle. There's never enough of it. Never. Uh, enough yeah. There's neck. the chest, the stomach, and then there's like the passageway, which I think just means. The sphincter or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the upcoming end of this dungeon is in the dick and that the passageway is the butt. I don't know. Dude, how good would it be if... Uh, have you guys seen the episode of Futurama where Fry... Um, like, they all shrink down and go inside Fry to, like, try and take care of the worms that he has. Um, and Zoidberg just appears out of nowhere and he's riding a sperm. Imagine if that was, like, Telen. Just like, yippee ki you'll never guess where I've been. <laughs> um, so this is where I have to be, like... All right, I've really, I've, well, no, I can't say that. I was getting ready to say I've really enjoyed the 3D version, but that would be a fucking lie. Hey, yeah, that's not um, true. <laughs> I have, for the last, like, two or three episodes, I've just been playing the 3D version because I realized that, like, oh, my God, recording is tomorrow, and I'm at work right now, and I have my laptop, but I don't have my save game for the 2D version. So I'll just play through in the 3D version. So I've been doing that, and, you know, I've gained a new appreciation for the difficulty and the strategy involved. And yo, fuck all that. This section sucks ass on 3D version. It sucks. Like, my party has like 
all in the 2000s HP range, roundabout or whatever. And every enemy in this entire area has a physical attack that does about three to 4,000 damage. And they're all faster than I am. And I was like, what the fuck? How are you supposed to do this? Like, this is, this is stupid. I hate I, it. I, I hate it. I, I feel like the version that I'm playing is probably the easiest one out of all of them. And like... It was even tough for me. Like, I spent a good majority of this. Like, when I first got to the Giant of Babel, I was like, I need to find a save point because we just did whatever the hell we did last episode and then was immediately thrown into this cutscene. I don't know the last time I saved. So I kind of just ran through, made it to a save state and, like, used a cottage and saved. And then after that, I was just like, okay, well, now I need to go back and get all the treasure that I missed and just level grind because this yeah. is... And, like, I had already done a significant amount of level grinding with uh Rydia just so I could get the additional um summons and like even still I was just like this was rough even just trying rough. to like walk around near the safe uh sphere or whatever and like level grind there it, it sucked <laughs> yeah it's not easy also Alex just dropped uh the Amano art for the giant of Babel in the it's chat it's so cool yeah it's cool as hell I've never seen that that's Holy. amazing that's got some it's real Alexander I was going to say, yeah. it's got some real Alexander vibes. Yeah. It does. It does tight as hell. That's a good oh, design. Shit. Yeah. It's like a city almost yeah. or a castle that walks. That's really cool. It's fucking yeah. rad. Or like, what was uh, Death's Door? Like, one of the first bosses is like a giant cathedral or whatever with legs, right? Really? Yeah. Did you have you play that, Mike? Yeah. I'm trying to the cathedral with legs. Guardian of the Door is what it was called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. He was literally just a big old just castle structure with legs waddling around very cute love to be waddling <laughs> it's my favorite shit but yeah uh this place is very sci uh cyber inside as you'd imagine a robot to be it feels like a palette swap of the um tower of battle right like probably i feel like it's the same same way yeah, yeah the same sense. thing just different colors yeah less gold more blues yeah they're they're different on the 3d version but like right i guess you know they would be or whatever but yeah yeah on the 2d version yeah. actually I, I meant to ask on the 3d version does changing the battle speed uh adjust your difficulty at all um and i, um, I asked because uh when i did odin i tried I, when i first tried odin i got just absolutely destroyed but then when i uh reduced the battle speed in the menu and then yeah. keep in mind, this is the PSP version. Uh, his turns came a lot slower, so I was able to do more things in between. Like, I don't know I if that's see. intentional. Actually, now that I think about it, I have still not gotten Odin. I went back to fight him, but I didn't get him. Because <laughs> uh, Rydia does not have Thundaga. Side note, Rydia does not learn Thundaga till fucking late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the end end of the game. Like, in my, uh, in my uh, naming way version save, my, like, FF2 save, um... I am in the final dungeon. I have gotten multiple pieces of the final equipment, and Rydia still does not have Thundaga. God. Like, <laughs> I, I'm trying it's a to remember, long time. I'm trying to remember the breakdown, because I was doing a little bit of research on that when I was trying to just level grind. I think it was like level 45 is what I needed to get Rydia to in mine. Something like that. And I think it might be higher in the 3D version. It's either 43, Maybe. but harder to get to because the enemies are a lot harder, or it's like <laughs> 50 or some shit. But like, yeah, really so high. I don't, I don't know if we ever described in like entirely how the experience works on the podcast. And if we did, I didn't hear that because I didn't realize it until I was doing we do it. it again. Yeah. It's, um, if everyone gets uh, a share of the experience. So like in tower of Babel, I was getting like around like 50,000 experience points, but that's divvied up through your whole party. So it'll show only as 10, like 10,000 experience. 
So to level grind for Rydia, I was just like on the moon and casting Leviathan with all of my party members dead. And that way she would get all the experience and level up a lot faster. Right, right. That's and right. Uh, some, it seems like there might be some enemies here that like you could kind of exploit in order to be able to do that. It, it would still be tough, but I was like looking into maybe trying it. But there's the searcher enemy in the giant. I was gonna battle. say, I was yeah. gonna say, this is a good time to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, which is um, you know, just like a reskin of one of the other electronic like you know portal looking bad guys. Um, <laughs> that will have an intruder alert and then when you attack him he'll summon a monster to help him fight and some of the monsters that he summons can be really difficult uh one particularly is like the the clockwork dragon which will give you a lot of experience points but is very dangerous so it's like you might be able to level grind with that where you can just kill a bunch of clockwork dragons over and over and over again but yeah it's rough when uh i think it was when nins was on uh, Nins was talking about there are enemies that you can uh, revive. Like if you do it very quickly, at least in the old versions, you could do this right in the 2D versions. So here, when you get to that searcher, right, the searcher can call in that dragon. And what you can do is you can kill that dragon, cast life on it and throw a phoenix down on it. And it'll revive it with zero HP and then it will oh. immediately die again. So you can get like three kills worth of experience for every dragon that pops up that and and weak works on it too so you can immediately take it down to like two hp right so you cast weak it's down to two hp you attack it once you kill it cast life on it you throw phoenix down you get three times the experience and so in like the speed run when they do this and like you can also do it casually you can rack up insane amounts of experience really really fast in the speed run, what they do is everybody's like in like the teens of levels at this point because they're going through it so fast. And then Rosa leaves this battle at like level 47. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, Holy shit. Just <laughs> learns every white magic in the game in one battle. <laughs> That's the the hardest part of the run because you have to match through all of the text boxes of uh, the, like, white, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like learned cure, well, you, Kiraga. <laughs> you know what? Like uh, joking aside, it actually is a very difficult part because like you have to have the timing just right to be able to do it. But once you learn it, you can kind of just like internalize it and then do it. Yeah, like, yeah. Watching, this is a place you can level up. Fucking watching you do Final Fantasy VII speedruns recently really gave me more of an appreciation for just Final Fantasy runs in general, where especially oh ones God. with... Seven runs with, are tough. With ATB, where it's like, oh yeah, this is an easy strat when you see like one of the top runners do it and they just, you know, kill, you know, whatever boss. Yeah. But... To get it done correctly, it's like there's different windows of time that you can do where you're juggling both your ATB yeah. and the enemy's ATB. Like fractions of a second that you need to input correct things Yeah, in yeah, which is really awesome. And th- this game definitely feels like that. I was like, like when I was watching you do it, I was like, yeah, that feels like Final Fantasy IV because the, yeah. a- the enemy ATB is rough. Yeah. Oh, boy. This area. <laughs> and like once I know uh, this is the last time. This is gonna be the last time. Okay, I've done it like three or four times before. Last time I promise. This is my big beef. My big juicy beef with uh Final Fantasy IV, right? Is that sometimes when you press like down on the menu, the cursor does not go down. <laughs> you have to like hit it and hold it for a fraction of a second most Ugh. of the time. And then like if you back out of a menu. And you press like down again, like say you go to the magic and then you back out of the magic and you press down. 
it might take you all the way back up to attack and then start going down from there. Oh or it God. might just go down to Ugh. item. And there's just no fucking way to know. <laughs> and so you'll just constantly put in the wrong thing all the time. And I'm just like, I hate this. I hate that, this so fucking much. That sounds incredibly frustrating just because um, like there's been points where I've lost battles, like some of these hard boss fights or some of these like, you know, kind of gimmicky ones where you have to be like with Odin or something where I like, I just accidentally on one turn use the wrong cast. I was like, oh shit, I meant to cast reflect on this person. And instead I reflected on the last person I used it on. Yep, and yep, now the yep. enemy has reflect and I just have to try again. 100% happened to me in a boss we're going to fight. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh yeah there's there's some weird ones here yeah and um yeah. like i said i still haven't gotten odin but like since we're kind of talking about odin i know this is like kind of an aside or whatever um i fought odin a couple times again did not have thundaga so i like th i think thundara or whatever is not doing enough damage um the last time i fought odin Odin raised his sword up like he's getting ready to do Zanetsuken, right? And I was like, ha, I've got you now. Got you now, buddy. I'm going to throw it. I got Fusoya on tap, so I'm ready to go. I'm going to hit, or, well, actually, no, wait. I had Kane at this point because I've already done the Janet of Babel, so never mind. I didn't have Fusoya. But the point is, though, I have that. I have uh, I have uh, Edge ready to do his um, blitz move, right? Like right. I'm ready to go. I have like I have items that I can throw at you with thunder. Here we go. And so like he raises his sword. I input all of the thunder things, and then he just gets to attack and Zanetsuke and everybody before anybody has the <laughs> chance to go. And I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> like, this game just sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try, try it again, but turn your battle to the slowest speed and see if that right. works. I will. I will That'll do probably that help. Yeah. He he goes real fast. Um, <laughs> like, I, I also saw a thing blows. when I was. When I was trying to get him and I failed multiple times, um, when I was trying to get him, I saw a thing that was like, if you use Thundaga when he's using his sword, like he'll reset and not do that and he'll have to raise his sword again. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then that's that was cool. not true at all because oh. he just fucking <laughs> killed me immediately after I did that. I was like, oh, you I just what? need to get these all off at once. After playing FF4 with its like jank ATB, I mean, it's the first one. Like, let's cut it some slack. But after playing this game, I cannot wait till we get to Final Fantasy V, which just has the best ATB system of all time because your ATB never empties, right? It never goes to zero, it just goes back to whatever your speed stat is. Oh, so, that's if sick. your speed stat's high enough, it just like empties only halfway and just starts filling from halfway. It's genius. It's great. Oh, I like that a lot. That, so much. It's so good. So what you do is you just get like a really fast character. You give them all speed up gear and you put haste on them. And like their ATB, once they move, just goes backward like three pixels and then just immediately <laughs> refills again. You just teach so them, good. You just teach them haste and then get your entire yeah. party just rolling through. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're just like doing like 12 moves in a row. It's great. That game's good. Anyway. Uh, but this is not that game. This is FF4, which is bad on the 3DS. <laughs> or at least on the Steam version. Yeah, we got Searchers. We got uh, we got with those weird robot things that look like... There are, yeah. the, uh, there the are so soldier. many enemies in here that I hate so much. I'm sorry. Some centurions. Yeah, the Centurions. Uh, I, I like the Clockwork Soldier because it kind of just looks like... Like, you know Deoxys in Pokemon? Like, he's got the different forms. He looks like the yeah. Deoxys, like, different form version of, like, the... What are they called? Like, the mass-produced Ava units from... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <Galleon>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was this... What was it called? Armor Construct? Armor like Construct, old, yeah. Yeah, that thing's cool. It's a big chunker, like... The Gundam. He looks like yeah, a, a Mega Gundam. Man villain. I, I just a little Gundam. Do you think yeah. that maybe this is, like, in the evolution of, like, the Iron Giant from later games? 
this guy. I feel like there are like certain. I can see that. At, yeah. like there's certain enemies from each game that feel kind of like that. I don't know that this is that, but I was just like, maybe. I can see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I don't think the Iron Giant is in this game, right? Except for like the giant of Babel, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that, that was just a thing I was thinking, but I have really to back that up. Really makes you think. <laughs> really dinks you dink. Sorry, Alex. I didn't mean to steal the thing that you say sometimes. I just really like you it. You say it too. I know. I just really like it. That's why I say it. <laughs> You're spreading it. Yeah. There's no secret passages in here. No, no. It's um, pretty straightforward. Uh, except for like yeah. one area that has like three different ways that you can go to pick up some extra treasure. Yeah. But... Even then, not terrible backtracking. It's pretty much right, right to the, to the boss arena, right? Yeah. Once you get to the room before the boss arena, there is a save point. That's in the inner passage, which I guess is the gut or dick. Got a, um, got a lot of use out of that. Let me tell you. <laughs> and depending on uh, which version you're playing, something very different here. <laughs> There's a a naming way in this one. There's a naming the way. Version. Yeah. It's, it's not name. It's not the naming way, aka pudding way, as we blessed. <laughs> yeah, he could just be a humming way because he maybe is from the moon in, and he just has a shop in the two D version. Uh, when now I guess that like obviously there's no like naming way quest in the two D version, so you could say that they're like technically different stories, whatever. But in the two D version, when you go to the moon and talk to the humming ways, it's a waka. There's like <laughs> it's actually a waka. There's there's a couple in there who actually say like renaming what do you mean that's not that's not a thing like that's that's crazy why are you asking us to rename you that is heresy how dare yeah. you <laughs> and then another one says at one time there was one humming way whose skill was renaming things but he left and went to the uh the blue planet and i was like oh there's only one naming way who's a naming way that's incredible so if that's the there case then I feel like the Giant of Babel one has to be Pudding Way. <laughs> if there's only one <laughs> who could ever rename things. <laughs> well, this one doesn't rename, so he doesn't, in the 3D version at least. Well, so. neither does Pudding Way now. <laughs> I guess that's true. So, uh, Curtis, I actually looked into how many uh, games the Iron Giant has been in. And yeah, yeah. on like, the fandom page... Uh, they do have that enemy as like the Iron Giant because in really like okay. yeah the the Japanese exclusive Easy Type version um, renamed some of the enemies and renamed this one the name for uh, Iron Giant. Okay, okay, there you go. So Look at it's that. not like necessarily one, but it's probably you know. It, no, I'm calling that a dunk. I'm gonna say I guess. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> well, Easy Type came out long, long before a bunch of the other games. So I mean, yeah, that, that totally. Yeah, because they, I think their first appearance was in two, and they were also in three. Oh, okay. And they're okay. in five. So yeah, four is just weirdly not continuing that trend. So yeah, that's an Iron Giant. Okay, okay. Good enough for me, baby. Now that's an Iron Giant. This is me smacking. <laughs> this is me smacking all the Final Fantasy games and saying you can fit so many Iron Giants in this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I go, you stay. So the point is, I really hate this area. Yeah, this area is rough. It's really Same. hard. Also, the area where uh, it only gets easier. The area where Naming Way is um, in the 2D version. There's not a save point there. So like you know, like in the 3D version, there's like the normal like blue radiating save point or whatever in this in the in the the original version there is a like computer orb that you stand on and then it gives you the same message it's like oh you can use a, a tent here and save your game or whatever so like it is a save point like that's what it is but it's not the same like 
little Sprite. circle with symbols in it. It's like a weird like computer. Did you bring orb. a tent? I did. I naming did. way steal all your tents? <sighs> Not this time. <laughs> Does this little shop? Uh, because the naming way who's here sells just stuff. Does he? Like, I forgot if he sells tents or not. Oh, that would be uh, so funny. I don't <laughs> remember. Be really funny. It's like, it's, it'd be funny if what was in stock was exactly how many you All the tents he stole from you. He sells you tents, but they're like three times more expensive than normal tents. Yeah, real Alaka hours. <laughs> that yeah, friend yeah. who got super into a God. hobby and now is just going to sell you all the <laughs> shit that they, uh, they gave up on. Now, I'm not going to sell you this tent, but I will sell you an NFT that links back to this. Fuck. Oh, it's no <laughs> NFT November, goddammit. No oh, NFT November. Uh, Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to carry that ape. Yeah. Can you, can you guys imagine... Time. Can you guys imagine how powerful NFT artists are going to get when they realize that they can sell analog art? <laughs> they can just like print out their NFTs on like you know a high quality paper or something, and maybe sell them. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll call it. <laughs> they'll call it <laughs> archival paper, non-foldable prints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck NFTs. It. Is the giant of Babel an NFT? <laughs> I mean, like it's it's destructive to the environment. It sucks for everyone involved. So like, <laughs> seems like a, a giant fucking scam. scam. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a big scam. No, no. So NFTs actually. If anyway, these a scam. crystals are like the blockchain in some way. If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that the uh, NFTs actually aren't the scam. The real scam is Discord because that was what was used <laughs> to scam the guys out of their NFT. Beautimus. <laughs> Just change your language. The real non-fungible tokens is the friendship we made along the way. So, in the interest of having a, um, in the interest of having a break at some point, as we usually do, I think this would be a good time to go to break. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely think so. Mm -hmm. Let's do Def it. Definitely want to hit that save point. <laughs> let's let's use the uh, the computerized orb ball save point that we can use a tent at. Let's pitch a tent. Could you imagine God pitching a tent in? And I might say pitching a tent. I don't mean like getting a boner, but could you imagine like? Building a yurt or whatever inside of this giant moving mech as it's like going through the land and destroying everything. And you're just like, you know what? Kind of tired right now. <laughs> feel like, a little, feel a little sneaky. Yeah. It's even better with the strat that I'm using where I'm just using cottages because they just full heal you and I don't have to waste the few <laughs> phoenix downs that I have. So it just becomes like the Mitch Hepburn joke where it's like, I, if I got lost in the woods, fuck that. I just build a house. <laughs> Edge and Cecil are just bickering over like how the poles connect and shit like that. <laughs> like, no, you gotta twist it this way. Like <laughs> this size the top. Rydia just summons Titan and just says, fucking just handle this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going ahead, you guys. Yeah, if you summon Titan inside another Titan, it's oh my god, yeah. Like the the Ant Man inside Thanos discussion all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> so, this is what I've been thinking. Have you played Minecraft? <laughs> I've heard of it. Okay. So, actually, we had an every FNFF Minecraft server for a while. I wonder if that's still there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Who's paying the bills? <laughs> we go back and, like, somebody has been playing it religiously for, like, a year or two. Some say Lear is still in there to this day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know the, the feeder uh, item in Minecraft that you can, like, put on top of a chest? And it's like a funnel. It's a, it's a metal funnel. That, like, instead of being perfectly round is square because it's Minecraft, right? 
it looks like that funnel. That's what the stairs or the the oh, things going okay. from floor to floor yeah. here look like. And I keep thinking like, oh yeah, we're just jumping down a big funnel. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, a, like a that's fluke. that's why we're going down the giant. Yeah, it's really confusing because we are going down, but the in the three version they're extruded as in pointing up when you're actually going down, and when you arrive on the on the lower floor, it is inset as if it was supposed to like tell you you're going down. It's really confusing. Oh well. Yeah, and it, you, you the think other it should thing be inverted, too, like going up, and then there's the up version. Like, yeah, <laughs> the it, it's it's a two way thing. Like you can go up and down it. Like you can. Maybe we're thinking about oh, this the true. wrong way. Maybe we're thinking about this the wrong way. Maybe the head and the neck refer to its wiener, and we're Could actually be. going up the whole time. You see. Yeah, the tongue is actually the shoe. The sh- the tongue on the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We have found his soul all the way at the bottom. No, no, your other mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're we go into the inner stair, is is called. In I the, think uh, in one, I think in my version it was called the lung. Oh, weird. On the uh, the naming way version, which I was like, okay, <laughs> maybe it does like wind around or something because there's a passage and it goes back, so maybe it goes back up. I don't know. Maybe we're doing a weird loop. I don't know. The point is, we find ourselves on a very thin, very thin, very thin. One tile wide bridge. Those always work out well for us. Yeah, no, there's there's no reason that you as a like game developer would make a very thin bridge in which you cannot walk around an event tile. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this um guitar trim bar down because I think that I'm making a lot of noise with it. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you hear it when you're listening back, just add some cool like whammy effects of like <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, the music in this area is quite good. We didn't know. <gasps> oh, yeah, it's, it's I good. cannot believe I didn't say anything. This it's is best. my favorite track in the game. Fucking slaps. It's real good. This is my favorite track. It's great. It's great. Oh my let me tell you why it's great. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take over the conversation, but I've been thinking about this since we started i can't believe i didn't say anything this is the best track in this game it is my favorite and the reason why it's my favorite is that it begins with just bass right and the bass is playing um minor seconds right like just two notes right next to each other kind of tense and like almost like you know like bassy jaws theme but sped up yeah yeah a minor second is like what they use for the psycho stings you know what i mean like they're very like unsettling right but the smart thing is sounds like a rushing sneaky song like uh oh yeah or something like that but the smart thing is that naturally in any key in any like normal like uh, i guess like a western music theory key there are two times in which there are minor seconds like right next to each other in that key and so what they do is they give you these two sets of minor seconds that are like really unsettling like you said it sounds like the jaws theme right and then boom they hit the major chords on top of it That, that give you like a tonal center and then you're like Oh wait, this isn't creepy. This is epic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, just, it shifts the the emotion around on you in the first ten seconds, and it's genius, and I love it, and it rules. You know what else is Nobie, good about Nobie, this song? You mad man? <laughs> what, what? Another good thing about this song? Hella arps. Hella arps. There's hellacious I'm, arps in this thing. I'm, I'm always down for some arps. Love it. This is a good song. It's called Within the Giant. Yeah, it's I real love good. it. And also, the um, it's not the same melody, but it does follow the same contour as like um, like the da ba da 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 da. Yeah, like, like very thematic. Not the same notes. Yeah. The same it's, it's like not, contour. Mm-hmm. 
Like you listen yeah. to them next to each other, they're not going to line up directly, but you, it's the same sort of like feeling that you get from it. Yeah, same good. kind of resolution, good. and that feeling is good. <laughs> so I, I th- we may be the very first to say this on our podcast, but uh, Nobu Ometsu is actually a pretty good composer. Watch seems, out for that guy. Seems, I have a feeling. Like I have a feeling. Doing. Yeah, I have a feeling he's gonna go a long way. <laughs> he's got a good. He's got a good career ahead of him. Keep an eye on Nobu Ematsu. Keep, keep an eye on this kid. Yeah, keep an eye on this kid. <laughs> Up and coming talent. Noboyo Umachino. <laughs> Umachino. He's Umachino. Um, yeah, it rules. Um, but yeah, so we're like halfway through the bridge, right? And nothing bad yeah, there's happens. More of those, yeah, there's like those weird warp spheres that you saw in the Tower of Babel here too. Yeah, that's true. On the floor, um, but it's very abrupt in the three D version. Um, First off, Rubicante is here. Yeah, uh, his voice is very, uh, <laughs> very blunt in the. He's uh he's I don't know the way he just sounds like the voice actor is lost. Is <laughs> very he has a very epic voice. He does not sound like an anime voice there, but at last you've come. <laughs> he said, "Come." <laughs> How I yearned for this. When last we met, you taught me a great truth. And as he's talking, yeah, as he's talking, the other three fiends that we've yeah. beat appear around us, so we're surrounded. And he tells us that, like, he learned from our his last encounter with us that there is strength in numbers, and that's why yeah. the other fiends are here now. But he didn't learn the lesson quite good enough, in my opinion, because they could have easily just washed us if they all, you know, if they did a, a typical Final Fantasy battle like we have. <laughs> we have five against one. All of them one. against us. Yeah, yeah, if they had, like, all of them versus all five of us, like, Battle Royale style, like, we'd be fucked. Yeah, I'd forgotten about this part. And then when they showed up, I was like, oh, shit. And then it was one at a time. And I was like... They're doing the martial arts thing where, like, one guy, like, everyone's spaying back while one guy yeah. doesn't take <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Instead and, uh, of them all, like, just being the shit out of us and i mean in in the movie each party member would be taking on a different fiend or whatever but oh yeah in the mcu oh that would be like cool. a, a camera pan and shit it'd be, yeah. it'd be a single cut kind of thing but obviously cg to yeah. make it look like a single cut but well, it'd be like johnny on. cage fights scorpion in hell and then yeah oh, hell yeah sonya blade fights kano in the original movie Y'all remember? Remember that? It's been so long since I watched it. Yeah, it's the Barbara. last time I watched it, it was on a Twitch stream that a uh, friend of the show, Mig, <laughs> was uh, putting on. And it was during a marathon nice. of like multiple movies on VHS with the camera pointed at his CRT. So, yes. Well, I remember that Johnny Cage fights. Hell yeah. And much like Johnny Cage. So we fight all the fiends uh, in a row, and this is where I stopped with the 3D version, is in this fight. Um, I can't imagine why. Oh, what's so hard? You've taken them before. Yeah, I've taken them before. It's fine. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? It's not... Like, I got through Mylon Z either way, or Scarmiglione, right? Like, I was able... To, and, and all the... Um, I will say this. All the... Scarmo. Scarmo. Like old Scarmo. Scarlet Mohansen. <laughs> old Scarmiglione. Uh... In both versions, um, we don't have to deal with the trick of each of these fiends, right? Like, Rubicante does not go back and forth with his uh, cape open, cape closed. Um, Much more decent this time around. Yeah, we don't have to worry about uh, Barbariccia doing the tornado mode or whatever. Like, we don't have to worry about a lot of these things. We can just go. But Cognazzo still does the mm-hmm. gathering water, right? Right. And the thing that I just could not handle on the 3D version 
is that Cognazzo can gather water and then release it before a single person's ATB gauge has time to fill. So there's just no way to do anything about it. You just have to like think that like, oh, he might gather water soon. I should wait with this character for a while until I feel like it's appropriate, then start casting thunder and then hope that he has he gathers water when my ATB is about to complete. Oh. And that's the only way that you can dodge it. And then if he does hit you with it, it will kill three or four of your party members instantaneously, even if they have max HP with shell and protect. And there's just Damn. nothing you can do about it. Right. I was just like, and so I think the only like now that I'm thinking about it again, I might try to go back and do it again with items because I think that maybe an item procs almost instantly. So I could just yeah. throw like a bolt item. But either way, though, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not doing this. Like, yeah. you know what? You've, ch you've, you've challenged me too much. <laughs> Final Fantasy 3, 4, 3D. And yeah, I am not up to it. There's challenging and then there's bullying. And like, yeah, it seems yeah. like if you're playing on that kind of setting and not just dumping hours into level grinding, it's more so like it's yeah. just a bad time. I've gone um, through the Dark Souls games and enjoyed them because they were fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's um, like whoever local, whoever adapted it for the DS is like offended by easy type. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I you cheated not only the game, but yourself. We're going to punish them whiny little babies. <laughs> I know. I know. And I can't. Well, like, I just hit him with the Bahamut Mega Flare and everything was fine. <laughs> we should say, too, you can't leave here either. Like, once you're in the Giant of Babel, you're in the Giant of Babel. Yeah, until so you beat if you're it. out of items, you're fucking shit out of luck, depending on what version Boned. you have. I think uh, Naming Way might sell some stuff in some versions. Naming Way does. Yeah. And I will he say, like, on the 2D version. version, yeah, at least on the in the version that I was playing for the 2D one, I will say that enemies did drop items that you could use true i so did like, get some cottage drops which is very helpful always nice it's a pocket yeah, in cottages maybe. somebody pointed out on my stream when i was streaming this section they were like yeah you only ever need to heal mp and you only ever need mp items because you can always cast cure so like you can always cure yourself without anything and then just replace the mp so as long as you have mp and mp restoring items then, like, you are invincible. And I was like, that's a good Assuming point. Assuming that your casters don't die. Right, right, right. right. Well, yeah. then also, I mean, if you just keep using Bless with Fusoya. Uh, so I want to talk about Bless now that you mentioned it. Bless the crystals. Because, Curtis, remember when I was like, oh, I thought it was just healing 10 HP each time. Yeah. Guess what it does in my version? It just casts fucking regen, and it's only 10 no. HP each, each tick, and it sucks. Lame. And Lame. I was like, I was like, no fucking way. And then I looked it up. I'm like, yeah, some versions have it doing MP. That seems like the one yeah, that actually you wanted useful. to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. So, that sucks. So the four fiends. <laughs> Here um, they are. I will say there where'd was... They, a, where'd they come from? Who knows? My, I don't know that I will... Well, maybe I should save it. Maybe I should go back and make a highlight of it, because... I did fucking something to uh, Rubicante, and like I had like twenty people watching me, so I know that it wasn't just me who like <laughs> I, I know that it wasn't like fake. It wasn't and I a dreamed delusion, this up. yeah. <laughs> I attacked Rubicante, and I must have gotten him stuck in like an AI loop or something, or something happened to him, and he just started casting instantaneously, and so he cast like twelve or thirteen times in a row. And then just annihilated my party like 100, 200 HP at a time. He was just like, Flare, Scorch, Fire 3. And just like in a row over and over and over. And my ATBs were not <laughs> filling. And fuck? he was just doing it instantaneously. And I was like, does he do this? <laughs> like, is this to like make you not cast 
<laughs> Blizzara. Like, because wow, that's what rude. I did. And I was just like, do I not get to go? Does <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like people in my chat were like, yo, I have never seen that before. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I might have to highlight it so people can go watch like, yeah, the bot you should, or whatever. You should clip yeah, that. That sounds amazing. Look at that. That's bonkers. It's insane. And then like I fought him again and it didn't happen, right? Like it worked just fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Very interesting. Again, I am playing like a uh, the naming wave version. So who knows if there's something in there that does that. But like, I've never seen that in that version before. So... What was the order of the fiends for y'all? Is it is it the same for each version? I expected Rubiconte to be last, and he was third for me. Yeah, same here. Yeah, same here. so it's it's Scarmiglione, um, Cognazio, or Cognazio, Cognazio uh, however yeah. you say. Yeah. Um, Rubiconte, and then uh, the last one. Barbariccia. Yes. Barbariccia. Wait, Barbariccia is after Rubiconte? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. That didn't happen for me. Oh. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, for me, Rubiconte was last. Really? Yeah. yeah, see, that's I mean, what that I was makes expect, more sense. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't in the 2D version, but I didn't get past Cognazzo in the 3D version, so maybe the 3D version has Rubicante last because I didn't see the last two because I said, fuck this game. He's the, yeah. I think you just fight him in the same order that you encounter them in the game. Yeah. That's kind of the point. Yeah, I thought he, that would be uh, the case, but it wasn't. You'd think. It was, yeah, it was definitely <laughs> not for me. I kind of like the way they do it in the 2D version in a way because I was like, Oh, thank God, once I've gotten past Rubiconte, it's like, okay, here's a little easy out. You did all the hard part. Enjoy this one. Like, okay. And did we mention that they, uh, the reason that they're here is that they apparently got, like, brought back from the dead by Zemus? Yeah. yeah. Which that's actually, what I was about to ask. Like, how'd they get here? That's actually kind of interesting, too, because, like, did they know that Zemus was in charge the whole time? Were they yeah, ever like, what's, subservient what's to Golbez? the command structure been here? Like, have they just been sort of star screaming, like waiting around for their chance? <laughs> or, like, <laughs> right, right. That, whatever, in the shadow zone or whatever, like <laughs> flying through a prism and through space. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we we beat them. We we give them the whoop up. Um, Rubiconte says a sound and thorough defeat. Um. <laughs> I like the way you read that. It sounded like Bill Stein. A sound. That's kind of what he sounds like. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's whining. Cosnado's like, we failed. And Barbariccia is like, not again. Yeah. And everyone, yeah, everyone's just being a big baby. Like, we failed you, Zemus, or whatever. You get fucking dunked on, Zemus. So here's my other theory. Speaking of after everyone just poofs, right? Um, that we're in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> we, have go, we have to go kick the giant in the balls. We gotta go kick the giant in the balls now. That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. It's true. Because in the next room... Got three balls. Yeah, because <laughs> in the next room, uh, we go into... Fusea lets us know that this is where the CPU is. We destroy the CPU. We can uh, take down the giant, right? He says this node controls the giant's operational systems. And man, oh man. What's the name of a CPU that people like? How? What? Somebody make a computer uh, joke. Wario. <laughs> Wario from uh, Mario Party, if you play against Is this him. a Ryzen? Because it's huge. There it is. That's what I wanted. It's <laughs> <Okay>. a Ryzen. <laughs> I stand by my answer. <laughs> I just like, Carl, no. <laughs> it's, it's a master computer, basically. They should have just given it a face. That would have been very fun. Like in They should have given it Wario's face. Really, The only computer thing I knew to say was like a GTX 3080, but I was like, I don't know that that's a CPU. I think that's something else. <laughs> that's a GPU. It's a GPU. It's a GPU. <laughs> I was like, that's some other computer thing. Sometimes people ask me what is in my computer. They're like, what kind of parts did you buy? And I was like, well, I told Alex that I wanted a computer and then he helped me pick <laughs> everything out. So I don't know. Whatever Alex said. 
I forgot that I built your computer. Too. You did build my computer. I had Alex come over and I was like, I'll buy you dinner if you build my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I, I need everyone. You buy me dinner all the time. <laughs> not, not since Corona, though. I, I miss it. Not, I, I need everyone. You owe me a year's worth of talking. <laughs> we have to go back to Moe's Southwest Grill again. <laughs> Yeah, I just need everyone to know that Alex is literally just like the producer of our lives. Like we would not <laughs> be able to function without Alex. <laughs> I go tuck Carl in every night. <laughs> exactly. Sweet kiss on the forehead. He always very kind. I don't even have to ask him anymore, but he always checks for monsters under the bed and lets me know that there are none. So make sure your little floppy sleeping hat doesn't like get in your nose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when I'm snoozing and when I'm I'm snoring, it's not the little end of it isn't like fluttering up and then going back down. And me 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 You're so cute. So so Carl, Carl, you work in IT, right? Like, Unfortunately, yeah. you know, like I I think. After years of everyone, you know, the, 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 the mythology of you just turn it off and turn it back on again. But like, I think this whole time our jobs would have made easier if we had known about the defense node. If we could have yeah. just, uh, oh my God. if we could have just, you know, attacked the defense node and just shut that down, then maybe, yeah, maybe seriously. computers wouldn't uh. be so bad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I've been working. Defense, in- does that what DNS stands for? Yeah, defense, <laughs> node, defense node system. Yeah, defense exactly. node attack. That's why it's, it's always <laughs> DNS, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been working in IT long <laughs> enough to literally believe that computers have a personal vendetta against me, so it's like anytime, anytime an IT guy jumps onto a computer, it's like, oh, the issue's not happening now. And people are always like, oh, <laughs> you, you probably think I'm crazy. I'm like, no, I think I'm crazy because I literally think this computer knows that I'm here and is fucking with me and gaslighting me and trying to make me <laughs> go insane. It's on his best behavior After now so that- many years, you start to develop your own kind of like personal EMP that just you get in your... <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't... I didn't do that thing. Yep. Carl keeps getting Globe 199 at his job. Exactly. <laughs> you want to you tell us what Globe God. 199 is? So this battle is really kind of wild like it has like a lot of moving parts to it right so we enter the battle and there's uh the cpu which is a big ball the daddy ball the daddy ball uh this is not as big as the bad ball from ff10 you know (laughs) considerably smaller than that one but a ball nonetheless and then there are two smaller balls so there's the cpu and the two smaller blitz ball (laughs) and the two smaller ones are the attack node and the defense node right they look Um, identical though they do look identical, and if you're that playing the do. SNES version, you don't know which one's which until you kill one. Yeah, you just have to guess. They're like, Wait, let's take out the defense one first, and then like you have to fucking guess. Right. You can so, sort of or, you know discern because like the little flash of like which one is taking action. One of them is yeah. clearly attacking you. One of them is clearly healing. But like yeah, oh, if you're not paying attention to that, then that's there's right. literally no way to know. At least in the 3D version, if you're attacking the defense one with magic, you'll notice that you're healing it. So you have to like specifically do like physical attacks on oh, that's the defense wild. node. Gotcha. Uh, like, oh, okay, that one's getting healed every time I fucking use Thundaga and everything, which I is see. not great. But everything else, yeah. It'd be funny if you cast Reflect on that one, so when you did attack it with magic, it would just bounce off. But when we bounce off and hit you instead, but I just want to nullify it <laughs> magic on that one ball. So Very, very clever. This is kind of weird. The way this works, right? Is that um, the defense node is healing the um, the main CPU as you go, and the attack is constantly using uh, an attack called Mazer, at least in the 2D version, that hits all of your party members 
For three, what is using Mazer? Like uh, the attack node. Two to, two to three hundred. Oh, attack node. Okay. Yeah, two to three hundred in the 2D versions, which, you know, most of my characters had like in the upper 1000s, lower 2000s. So this isn't too bad of an issue by itself, but it attacks constantly and it has a very, very fast ATB. So I did have to like dedicate a party member to just Kiraga every single turn to keep up with Mazer. Um, if you kill both the attack and the defense nodes, it will cast Globe 199 two to three times on you, which just instantaneously kills a party member. So it just whittles down half of your party immediately for killing both of them. And then it yeah. heals itself as well. So like you kind of get punished for doing that, right? So you don't want to kill both the attack and defense node. The defense node is always healing it, so it's best to leave the attack node alive and then take out the defense node, right? So it's it's also important to mention, I think, that uh, in some versions of the game, it's called Object 199. So, oh, is but it? Same, same thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, also, yeah. the CPU casts uh, Reflect on itself. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing you have to watch out for. So it's kind of like you can't really cast magic on it. Though I I went through this incredibly slowly. Like once I was it's able, rough. yeah. Once I was able to get into the rhythm of it, I just had constant curing, and then my three attackers. Well, I say my three attackers, but really we have three mages. I just happen to also be using Ridia's whip to get like a couple more damage. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, Rosa with the Yoichi arrows. Did a pretty yeah. good amount of damage. Yeah. Which one like, of the treasure chests here has a Yoichi uh, arrow? Like 10 of yeah. them. So. Yeah, and she, she does pretty good damage with it. Like She does, yeah. And, if, and especially yeah, she gets I, crit. I ran out of those by the end of the fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Luckily, uh, you can re-equip arrows in the mid-fight. Mid yeah. Uh, interesting um, thing that I just found here where... Um, Fusuya's instructions to destroy the defense node first are erroneously retained from the original game because, like, the one that's actually the one you should look out for is the attack node. Mm. No, yeah. you need to destroy the defense node. No, the... that's what he says. But uh, apparently, according to the attack, the attack node deals much more damage, so it should be defeated first before it can knock out most of the party. But if you mm. kill the attack node then the defense node is still curing it and you have to defeat yeah. the defense node and then once you do that then it casts the 99 i think you. yeah i think what this is saying is that it's like it's better to kill the attack node and then like deal more damage than it can heal so that way it's like it's barraging you with attack oh I interesting know. i mean this is just this is also just on the fandom so it might yeah might be complete bullshit yeah, because I feel like the the defense node was curing in at least in mine for like three three thousand ish four thousand ish yeah. almost every, yeah and it was it was getting two to three turns per like character of mine yeah and I could only do a couple hundred damage to it so like I oh, definitely okay wouldn't yeah able to put it no that there. definitely makes sense then yeah I guess that's it just also, like uh, the 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 person who wrote that I guess that was just like their opinion on it but it, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's written in a way that it's like fact it's like it was erroneously retained and I'm like well I mean that yeah, says who <laughs> that's kind of interesting though I mean like I guess we all kind of did it a very similar way but I you know there probably are, are like multiple ways to do this fight I thought about summoning and I threw Bahamut in there but like Bahamut just kills everything in instantaneously yeah although I think you were saying the defense node absorbs magic, right? So maybe if I used an elemental magic like Leviathan I or Ifrit or something, maybe that would have done it. Yeah, I wonder. Um, 
I forget what I did. I don't think I had that problem with the defense node, but I think I was also kind of just going like full steam ahead and didn't really care too much about uh, object 199. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's 3D version specific because I remember like I had accidentally, um, I think with Radia, done like a, um, a Thundara on all and it had killed both the nodes. Did it? Okay. It was an accident because I wasn't trying to. I had accidentally selected all instead of just the defense node. Makes sense. Um, For me, I've noticed that if you wait too long, it will the big orb will just revive one of the smaller orbs. It does that. Yeah, too. yeah. So it yeah, will yeah. after a couple of turns. <laughs> so there's a lot constant just uphill battle trying to fight. It'll this thing. do I, both of I'll them. Oh no, I don't. Do you know if you take out the big one first, if the two ones will just fall with it? Uh, no, you do have you do have to you do have to attack the other one still because you still yeah. have to kill the attack node after or the uh, yeah. you have to kill yeah, the, the attack node after you've defeated the defense node and then the CPU. I'm, I'm really interested to like from a crediting standpoint if the you know whoever the designer on this particular battle was if they were involved in Chrono Trigger at all because like I don't know if you all are familiar <laughs> the the final it's kind of like the final Lavos yeah, yeah, yeah that has makes a sense. lot of a lot of similarities with this sort of the, like left versus what is, right versus what's it called the drill bit the it, it's safety called the, bit yeah the safety bit and the drill bit. Yeah, those are like, <laughs> and I think the safety bit is actually Lavos, right? Right. If you beat that, yeah. then you beat all three. It's fucking weird, but yeah, yeah. God, I, I need to replay Chrono Trigger. That game is so I'm good. Looking it up right now. Hold on. Who was the battle programmer on Chrono Trigger? Battle plan. Well, you're looking up that. Shot. There was something that I forgot to mention in the in the segment leading up to this, where um, at least in the version that I was playing, if you used thunder on the like mechanical enemies, like the clockwork enemies, they would get confused. Which is super oh, really cool. like it didn't say that they were confused, but I would just be like throwing off like Thundaga at all of them and not killing them all, and then some of them would just be attacking one another. So I think it's like you That's you cool. kind of short yeah you short circuit them, so it's pretty sick. So Kayoshi Yoshi was a battle programmer for both Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy. Not a okay, yeah. not surprised. Makes sense. Good to know. I'm sure he's in the dev one room. one trick pony. God. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um. So yeah, so that's the CPU. Pretty tough fight. A lot of people say that they get stuck on the CPU, and that's like the last thing that they do in FF4. But with our with our our guide that we've given you today, you should be able to beat the CPU. So um, turn on and turn off again. Yeah. Turn it on. Yeah, turn it off. Turn it on. <laughs> except except don't turn it on. Just leave it off. And um, uh, lower the battle speed. <laughs> and lower the battle speed. Uh, so once we fight it, one of my favorite hilarious scene start and i don't know that it's supposed to be hilarious but in the 2d version it sure is hilarious um we beat the uh we beat the cpu the giant stops moving as we're told from the inside edge says oh the giant has stopped moving and then golbez just runs in out of the back room like he was just <laughs> hanging out in whatever the back room was like there's just another room in there and he just throws the door open he's like you jerks, you killed the fucking giant. I'm going to kick your ass right <laughs> you now. You killed the giant of Babel. What did he ever do to you? And it's like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Golbez is like a person that we like ascend to their throne. And then they epically like shouted us from on high. They don't burst in from the side room, from the fucking bathroom. What and be you like, doing? You fucking idiots. Why would you do that? Why'd you turn and my computer off? I was downloading something. I know. It's like... <laughs> He has like real whiny energy to this. And I was just like, it's not a good look for Golbez. <laughs> he just wrote it because he's like, that's it. That's it. That's it. Kid gloves off. I'm kicking your ass right now. He kind of like says that. Uh, <laughs> but um, Fusuya stops him, right? Like before he's able to come get us. Fusuya says, uh, do you not even know your true self? 
And uh, Golbez is like, mm. what do you mean my true self? And Fusoya casts a spell and says, awaken. And uh, there's like a little spell awaken. animation. Awaken, awaken. And uh, <laughs> Golbez returns to his senses because we've learned that he's being controlled by Zemus, right? Yeah. Um, so all along, and, uh, we were kind of thinking that Golbez was the mastermind, you know, up until like last week or whenever we found out right. about Zemus. And it's like, oh, shit, like. It, like it wasn't Golbez mind controlling Kane and all of that. Like, the, like this has all been like, who the fuck is Golbez then? <laughs> Alex, I hate you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just posted a, uh, a a screenshot from the three version where it just says Golbez is like, where she's coming to his senses. Why, why was I so consumed by hate? It's a great camera angle. But for some reason, Golbez's texture has two pink dots where, like, <laughs> if he were a cow or, like, a cat, these are, like, where the two middle nipples would be. So it looks like he has two nipples just on his armor. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, Who decided this? But uh, Fusoya says to Golbez, he says, uh, ah, so you've regained your sense. Do you remember your father's name? And Golbez says, ah, oh, my father, uh, his name was Kluya. And, like, oh, that's oh. Cecil's dad's name. Holy what? shit! My dad has the same name. Yo, how wild is that? Our yeah, dads have so the same it's name. Just like Small Moon, am I right? Every Lunarian is named that. We both have a long lost brother and we have the same dad's name? What are the odds? Yeah, it's just like the ending of Batman versus Superman where it's like, wait, your mom's name is that or whatever? Like I was gonna say SpongeBob and Patrick when they're wrestling and they have each other's colored flag underwear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the pink and the yellow underwear. You really do care. You know, these were white when I got them. Uh, that's great. So yeah, so we find out that uh, Golbez is Cecil's brother from his father Cluia. Um, thus, surprise, surprise. Yeah, that's pulling together all of that. Um, and uh, Fusoya says, you were being manipulated by the all-powerful Zemus. Your Lunarian blood rendered you an easy target for his curse and bound your thoughts to his. That sounds sounds a little sus. Yeah, say. Like, it's okay. I've been listening because... to a lot of like war history podcasts Oof. recently, and they're always like, oh, you're, you're, you're whatever blood made you easy for this, blah, blah, blah. Now let's go to war. And I'm like, sounds a little eugenics-y for me. Yeah, uh, Fusoya. it's okay I don't though, know if I Fusoya. Like that. Fusoya oh, is also Lunarian, so it's fine. <laughs> it's okay if he says that, yeah. Um, it's fine, my nephew's Lunarian. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he doesn't mention his relationship, like you're my nephew or whatever, right? Yeah. Because Fusoya is our, our cool moon uncle, right? Uncle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is, he's, yeah, he's both of our cool moon uncles. Uh, now, you were saying, while well, I was streaming this during the podcast, or during the podcast, but during my, uh, during my stream playthrough of this, Alex, that there is a flashback in the 3D version. Yeah, so what happens in the 2D version during this cutscene for you? Just kind of, and I'll jump in when it... Uh, Golbez when it and like Cecil awkwardly don't speak at each other at all. And then Golbez and Fusilia just kind of arbitrarily are like, all right, we're going to go kick Zemus's ass together. <laughs> Deuces. And then they leave. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're going we're gonna to team up. It's also worth noting that after Fusoya casts the spell, his character sprite is like his like death one where he's like on the ground, like yeah. casting that spell yeah. literally knocked his ass out. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. I yeah, I was noticing this watching the 2D version on Carl uh on Curse's stream that when when Fusoya dies, I think it like it's almost like he doesn't have a body under his robe. It looks like he's just a head. Yeah, he just, just a like, pile of, he just like melts. Just a pile of robes and beard. His 3D and 2D sprites, or well, uh, model, I guess, for dying is fantastic. Because in the 3D one, when he's killed, his he just physical goes body, right? 
He goes Obi Wan. It's just his robes fall to the floor, and that's wrong. it. He just but he, in the two D version, so funny. He's like, he's a sack of beard. No, he, he looks like a little squid with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Beard. I, I love, it. I love it. I just thought he looked like a cat that like lays in a weird way where they just look like a puddle. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I just sent you the uh, the the sprite map of all of them, but the the I one in the very so bottom right where he's just like, <laughs> like he's just snoozing in a in a puddle. <laughs> so good, he melted. But yeah, so what happens in the 3D version here? So yeah, there's a lot more that happens in the 3D version, which actually I'm really cool. I'm really impressed with how much they added into this. Um, so after like Fusilia says, uh, your Lunarian blood renders you an easy target or whatever. Oh, we also learned Golbez's real name. Yeah, we'll learn this in, in this cutscene. Oh, in the cutscene for you. Uh, okay, so, yeah. so Cecil says, I fought him. I hated him, my own brother. But if it were me, the one Zemus choose to control, our roles might just as well be reversed. And then Golbez is like, no, there was evil in me long before all this. I'm the one who abandoned you. And then we get a flashback. You literally see uh, Kluya and uh, Cecil and uh, Golbez's mother on the bed after she just gave birth to Golbez. So Cecilia, you did wonderfully, my love. He's a healthy little boy. Indeed, a gift from the gods. Theodore, which is we'll learn is Golbez's birth name. Theodore. Whoa, That's one of the chipmunks. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo this man. Boo. <laughs> we'll call him Theodore. It's a boy's name. It means gift of the gods. And then we get a little flash forward. Anybody who's named Theodore who's listening to the podcast is like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah, shout out <laughs> to my friend that. Theo. <laughs> <laughs> Love Theo. We get a little flash forward and we see a kid waking up from a bed and it says, Theodore, yawn. And then it took me a second to realize, like, oh, we're playing as Theodore. Is now, this like a gold This is the Muppet Babies to the Muppets? It's like the four babies. So this did not happen at all. I didn't even get his like actual name or anything, I don't think. Oh wow. Same. Interesting. We get to play as Theodore. It's like nighttime or whatever. You can check up on your uh, mother. And, and then you go outside and there's like, you're in some town. We don't really know where we are. But you're in some, just some random town. There's villagers talking about like uh, how Cluya was like very nice and kind and like gave them magic and stuff. He gave us magic and the means of which to sail the skies. And this old man says, if knowledge continues to spread, some kingdom will inevitably employ the wage war. It's unfortunate, but such is the way of men. So yeah, Clea is the <laughs> one who like gave like all these like cool technological advances and shit to the people of whatever this planet is. So wait, that you know what that makes Cecil? He's just like some fail son trust fund kid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. His dad, his daddy gave the entire world magic, and then he just went from town to town, failing constantly for the last like thirty hours, <laughs> not actually accomplishing anything. We see our dad, Kluya, our dad, as in us, Theodore, and he's looking up at the sky, and it's cool because you see his two little like light reflections in the uh, pond that he's hanging out in front of, which is implying that he's like looking up at the moon. And Theodore says, "Oh, you're watching them again, aren't you?" Like, oh, Theodore. Theodore is like, you really like them, don't you? The moons. Yes, I do. Why? I'll explain it someday when you're old enough to understand. I am old enough. I can even use magic already. He's like, have you mastered cure? Well, not yet, but <laughs> you have some things to learn, haven't you? Come, it's late. You should go to bed. All right. A few other things happen, but uh, you, you come back and you realize that your mother is like on the, she's on the floor and you think I check up on her. Oh no, she's got moon sickness. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And she's like, oh, don't worry. I'll be fine. Like she's back in bed now. And like, there's a little foreshadowing, like, oh, but your face is so pale. Well, that's because I've been working very hard. I have to make sure this little one will be all right. So she's pregnant. And like, oh. this is not farewell for her. Your little brother or sister? I'm going to have one? Yes. Yay, I'm going to be a big brother. Aww. Yeah, so like 
Oh, it's so cute. Like this is like a real big tragic backstory. But but so fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but long story short, uh, the next morning or like sometime in the future, Kluya is like found like beaten to death outside of Theodore's house. It's rough. Holy shit. There's a people. God damn. It, it was the ones who disagreed with his teachings. So this is like a fucking like Jesus like fucking no. thing that's going on. They used they they used magic. Kluya did not even raise an arm in his own defense. And Kluya's like Theodore, father, you all right? Cleo, like, was I mistaken? And Theodore is like, of course not. You can choose how people use what they you teach them. Like, thank you, Theodore. And then, like, it's implied that he passes. And then, like, poor Theodore is like trying to use cure and just cannot use. Oh cure. my oh, god! It's like, it's so, so sad. sad. They're basically sad. doing a Darth Vader on us. We're like, they're, it's they're, just like this guy had a real sad upbringing. They're basically like, save his mom. They're basically doing the the end of Pokemon, the first movie, where Ash has turned to stone and Pikachu just keeps shocking him, trying to get him back to life. But then we jump forward and like Cecil is born, and. It's it's so tragic. Like I'm just like blow through this, but Cecilia like, oh, can I hold my child? And then she also passes while she's holding baby Cecil. Of course. Uh, yeah, like she knew the rest of his birth, and she and she still went through it and stuff. Uh, and then as Theodore is like looking over Cecil, like just him and him and the baby, the screen turns red, and we hear this voice. <gasps> it says, "A vile thing, isn't he? That brother of yours." And Theodore is like, "What? He is the root of all you've suffered." If it weren't for him, your mother and father would both still be alive. It's like, no, you're wrong. And you are a vile little insect, birthed from womb of dragon corpse, are you? And stop, stop Eesh. talking to me. I name you Golbez. <laughs> Zemus, you dick. That's pretty sick. It's pretty fun. It's really dark. <laughs> we flash forward and like, there's some soldiers. I think it's the soldiers of Baron and we hear some baby crying. And sure enough, under a tree, they find the baby of Cecil. And King Baron comes, like, what is this? He appears to be abandoned, your majesty. The poor child. What is it, my liege? And, like, King Baron has a moment of recognition. Cecilia, apparently. It's like, your majesty? I am overthinking too much, and yet the resemblance is striking. This child's features, they remind me very much of a person forced from Baron because of my cowardice. Interesting. Yeah, Ooh. and then we kind of flash back to the present. And, uh... Golbez says, when your father died, I was left behind with our mother, who still bore you within her womb. The other villagers cared for us at first. The people our father had blessed with lunar secrets, but our mother had become too frail and died shortly after you were born. I blamed you, telling myself our mother would have lived if it were not for you. I took you, still an infant, to the forest of the edge of Baron and left you there. And after that, I took the borderlands where I could hide from other's eyes, racked by guilt, ashamed to show my own face. I would not think to ask for your forgiveness now, but I'm glad you survived. And yeah, like it's pretty rough. Damn, dude, that, yeah, that shit did not happen at all. He's not <laughs> yeah, even named Theodore. There's a lot. In this they one, like lay think. down a lot of heavy stuff. In yeah, the that's I'm, that's I'm, that's like what better pawn could Zemus have possibly chosen than this? I, I'm looking at the um, the script for what you were just saying because like, that's all in the script that I'm looking at, and it's funny because like the game that I, like the 2D version does pick right back up with it, but like after all of that, right? So when he's like, oh, you know, like starting when he's like, no, it was I who actually abandoned you. And then all of that, you skip all of that and then just go right <laughs> to this very next line where so he is like, so what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to go kick Golbeth. I'm going to go kick Zima's ass. We're going to kill this motherfucker. Let's go. I'm going to go to the moon and Let's roll. take our Lunarian blood and kick his ass. Did it, did it, yeah. did it. Which like, again, I think I said this last time that like. It's weird to me, like Zemus as a bad guy is weird to me because he's just some guy. Like he's a yeah, he's a Lutheran. He he's not mm -hmm. like a 
super Lunarian. You know what I mean? He's just one of them. He's just another Fusoya. He's just some other guy. He's just a shit. Yeah, he's just some an dude. asshole. And so they're like, oh, I'm going to fuck that guy up now. <laughs> Yeah, this that that that's a really good addition, I think. Like obviously I uh, I, agree. I don't I didn't play it when I was a kid or, you know, have any kind of affection for it. Um like I, I'm learning this information a week or so after I learned the information <laughs> in the in the main game. So I can't say like speak for people who maybe played the 3D version after going through it and were like, "Oh, that's stupid. Right, Why right. did they add that?" But I feel like that's a really cool addition like across I the agree. board. So yeah. I am going to speak on behalf of them. It's very tight and condensed. I mean, in some ways, it does remind me of like the Star Wars prequels. Oh, sure. It's like, oh, yeah, Darth Vader's sad upbringing. Of, like, he just he could he wasn't strong enough to save the people he loved and whatnot. But Goblis doesn't go and commit uh, genocide against sand people immediately. Right. Like <laughs> not immediately. But <laughs> what was the te- what was the castle he blew up? Eblin. Uh, Eblin. Yeah. Yeah. He killed the ninjas instead. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. So Fusoya and Golbez leave to go whoop up on some um, Zemus ass. And then just Kane walks into the door. Like, <laughs> like again, yeah, once again, through that little side door, just being like, hey, what did I miss? <laughs> he was hanging out in <laughs> like, the green room. He was hanging out in the green room. He's got like a, a White Castle crave case. It'd be funny if he was like, all right, Golbez, you warmed him up for me. <laughs> <laughs> just about to kick his ass. Like, oh, wait. But yeah, so Kane comes out and he's like, yo, we have to escape this giant. It's going to like explode. And like, you know, some of your party members are like, what the fuck you like? Like Edge is like, I'm Edge not going to trust you again. It. Edge is not having it. And then Rose is You've like. You've fallen enough for your tricks. Yeah. Yeah. And Rose is like, yeah, maybe we should like go with him. And then uh, Kane's like, look, we can talk about all that later. But uh, if you want to live, you'd better follow me right fucking now. <laughs> and so they all do. And they all get out. They all mysteriously get out of the giant somehow. I don't know how, but they do. Mm-hmm. I guess Kane was Through right. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Through the back door. <laughs> Through the back door. Exactly. That's the butthole. Yeah, that's what the passage leads to. I'm sorry, they, they call passage. it the, the devil's pass here. <laughs> Did we ever come up with a swamp shoot thing? I think we like, said the devil's road. I was going to say the devil's pass is pretty good. The devil's road or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in the three version, we see like it's pretty cool. There is like the like it, we don't actually see it when we turned when we made the robot stop moving. But we see the giant is like completely frozen because we I'm assuming we just like killed the power I mean what else happens when you blow up a CPU (laughs) and it just falls on its back and then we're back on the ship back on the ship and that's where we'll call it for now that is where we'll call it for now there's a lot of plot dump (laughs) we gotta let that settle let that simmer so next week we're gonna do all the juicy bits at the end of the game so we're here we're at the end of Final Fantasy 4 now um, I think we I think we have full um, agency again right of just we do this time anywhere And yeah, a final yes. party. And a final party, finally. A final yeah. party, perhaps. Perhaps, because, uh, that's right, yes. There is mention oh, that uh, true. you should go to the the, t- the Tower of Prayer, where... In Mysidia. Uh, yeah, and I think it pretty much just tells you straight up, it's like, you can change party members at the t- Tower of Prayer. <laughs> that is a PSP oh, only thing. Oh, seriously? Cool, well, yeah, so we can go and have whoever we want. <laughs> so, um... So that's where we'll end it. The next time we will finish this, the last flashback or two, right? Where we learn some about uh, Kane. And then we will tackle the fucking Crystal Palace. We'll go after the uh, the final dungeon starting, which is, just in case you don't know, it's where we met Fusoya and they're the, uh, the moon crystals. That's where the final dungeon is. We'll talk about the final dungeon. It's actually kind of neat. The, I, I really like the final dungeon. There is a lot to talk about there. And then we'll leave the actual like ending sequences 
for the last episode. So I would like to mention one thing about the Giant of Babel before we leave. Sure. In the three version, when we do New Game Plus, there is a super boss if we return to the Giant of Babel. Really? Oh my God. His name is Giron. Giron. He's basically the malice of the four fiends, and he's basically a boss made of pieces of the four oh fiends God. grafted together. Oh, he's like a Megatron? Yeah. Jesus. So he has like the sword. He has a sword. He has like the little like floaty green. Oh, he looks like uh, he looks like penance. A little bit. But he has a shield. He has like the cape of Rubicante and stuff. Oh, you're it's right. really silly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's super cool. All the fiends have turned into like a super fiend. Oh, it looks like um if you don't fight him there in New Game Plus, he will move to Mount Ordeals. Oh, I think that there is a mention. Thing. I think there's a mention of that uh when you go to the Tower of Prayer and the the elder there is just like Oh, there's a strange mist that has uh, gone around the the Mount of Ordeals. You should head there. Weird. Or not. Yeah. But yeah, I thought we mentioned that. We probably won't. Do, there's a lot of post-game stuff yeah. that we could talk and about. And there's probably later, a lot but... of post-game stuff that varies depending on what version you're playing that we probably won't cover all of. And we even mentioned after years, which we don't even know. Yeah. Don't even know where that's going to go. That's not that's not planned right now. We're not just FYI. We're not planning on jumping into it immediately after four. After years. <laughs> but you know what that does mean, though? That means we're only like two or three episodes away from announcing what our next game is. So start to get oh excited boy. with that. Finally ready to admit it's going to be eight. I am so excited for what the next game is going to be. Like <sighs> I, am, I, I am beside myself excited. I know. I know. I. Oh, my gosh. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. I'm going to play the entire game. I'm going to try to play the entire game through once we um, are finished with the uh, with the season or whatever. Should I should I give a hint? No, 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 no. Please don't. People are guessing already. Yeah, people, okay. people already right, got right. enough. People got enough hints if they go back and listen to the episodes, even carefully. You you, you dropped a hint on the stream that I'm the only one who's played this one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. <gasps> that's I was gonna say this true. is an Alex exclusive. Oh well, that's okay. A, no, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know. Well, I, well, I was gonna say it's one that I haven't played. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. We'll tell you in a couple minutes, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mike, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no, it was good to be here. Thanks for uh, being accommodating of my weird um, delays in furniture and reality. Thank you for being accommodating to to my weird schedule tonight. <laughs> I was going to say, this is the one chance you get for that the next time we come after you. <laughs> well, speaking of delay, uh, the latency this time has been much better now that you've moved to the East Coast. So I was going to say, hopefully next time I can actually just come in person. We'll be, uh, we'll all be, oh, that would be super fun. and boosted and uh, yeah. fucking do an yeah. in-person recording. That'd be sick. We'll do a vaxxed and boosted and shelled and protected and hasted. Exactly. All the past guests we thought had died are like showing up <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> Knocking on the door like, hey, you can add me to your party now. Mike shows up in a tank. Aaron shows up in a, uh, <laughs> a fucking, an airship. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much. If you're listening to this on launch day is Bandcamp Friday. So go to curiousquail.bandcamp.com and oh, yeah. uh, listen to Mike's music. It's so good. Oh, I love you. Mike's. Your, your music is so... It's good music for the soul. If you like uh, kind of uh, Americana combined with Game Boy music. It's <laughs> that reminds me, where can people find you online? Uh, Curious Quail on literally anything. I think <laughs> everything at this point. Dot com, Bandcamp. TikTok? Buy it on Bandcamp and then stream it other places. So that way I can actually like, you know, buy cat litter. Vampire freaks. <laughs> do you have one of those? I do not, no. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing. I've... Almost certain. GeoCities. 
Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> Alex, would you like? Uh, real quick. Oh, um, sorry. We got souls. If you are listening to this on the day that it drops, um, the Speed Souls Charity Marathon is currently going on. It started last night and is going to be going through until Sunday. Sunday early morning EST, assuming the schedule stays the same, which you know it might fluctuate. Around 9:50 a.m., I'm going to be kicking off the all all Souls game relay race with Demon Souls. So uh, you might want to check that out. It's going to be super fun. It's could be a mess because Demon Souls is not a very marathon friendly run. <laughs> a lot can go wrong, and this game is fucking evil, and it it is constantly fucking me over. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll be terrible, but it's going to be I'm a good praying, time. I'm praying for only one elevator ride. Yeah, oh, I, the elevator ride isn't even the worst part. There's literally parts where you can just be like, well, I have to use a safe state now. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. So if you, if you do everything right, you have nothing to worry about, but the game likes to throw shit at you to make sure you don't do anything right. But oh so, yeah, God. I'll be doing that. I'll be hosting a couple of times throughout the event as well. So you can listen to me there. And it's for a great cause. So just come hang out. You can find that at twitch.tv slash speed souls. Uh, and it's a really good time. Hell yeah. I'm excited for Carl's team to win. Hell Fuck yeah, you. we! Uh, I can also announce that I am on team uh, Swoldoge. So uh, Swoldoge, the sworn enemy of uh, team Swole guy. So um, <laughs> yeah, the two swole things that you can be. <laughs> In that case, why don't you uh, come emerge from the Tower of Babel, shooting your lasers and destroying the Earth around you? Will do. Thank you to Night of the Round for the theme music. Again, today is Bandcamp Friday, so go to nightoftheround.bandcamp.com. They still have vinyls of Seven, their amazing Seven cover album, available. So go get those. There's only 300 made, so I want them to sell out. I have one. It's very cool, right? Extremely cool. It's like a big green vinyl. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Nobu Iematsu, Junya Nakano, and Kanichiro Fukui for the game music. Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you uh, get your podcasts at your local podcast dispensary. Leave us a message at 530Materia. Uh, find us at EveryFNFF on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and Discord, and now YouTube. And it's bad to podcast. Podcasters podcast. And you don't have to be a podcast. You are who you choose to be. <laughs> you choose. Choose. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>